Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Legion with live stream. Episode number 242. This is the 20th of December, 2019. I am your first host, Alex Garthon Marsh. With me, as always, is Brett Heathen Dog Grissima. Hello, everyone, and Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to everybody. Hope your Christmas is good and hope your New Year is going to be even better. Whatever liturgical celebration or non-denominational celebration you participate in, we hope it was good or bad, you know, depending if that's what you like. You know, hey, you know what? I'm... I'm not religious. I I, I worship a, a, a fat man in a red red costume with flies reindeer. So you know, whatever. Ah! What you, is Ravenslayer. this, Ravenslayer? Thank you. Thank you very much, Ravenslayer. Appreciate it. Outstanding. But no, hope everyone's doing well. The new year is coming. A lot of people like to use that as a time to take stock of what they've done, to where of where they're going. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a bad idea. But if you want to do that, you can. Facts that you said a lot like the theme for the Seventh Rule podcast. I don't know what that is, but if it is, they totally ripped it off of us. Yep. And we yep. ripped it They're off thieves. somewhere else. They're so. thieves, I tell you. Ah, <laughs> uh, so Mr. Heathen Dog, how have you been? Eh, I've been okay. I mean, uh, Christmas was Christmas was good. I had fun. I had, I had fun. I had uh, uh, some really bad lasagna. It was it was bad. Uh, when when the vegetarian lasagna is better than the regular lasagna, you know that's bad. That's wow, bad that's lasagna. a shame. I know, right? <laughs> but all the hors d'oeuvres were really good, so I just ate those instead. That's good. It's the podcast that used to be co-hosted with late Aaron Eisenberg. Oh, oh, okay, right. that's cool. Oh, the well, seventh rule of acquisition. Yeah, seventh rule of acquisition. Ah, I don't know what that. I don't remember that one. Look it up uh, and pretend I know it. The seventh. <laughs> acquisition. Hey, what do you know? Just one. Tell me. Don't want to, all right, seventh rule: keep your ears open. That makes sense. That's a good name for a podcast. I get it. Ah, he wrote it. T already typed it in. Yep. So, but you were gonna look it up. But that's good. No, we uh, for we had a very traditional uh Christmas dinner. Uh, we went to a Chinese restaurant. Nice. And... <laughs> Uh, oh, man. Ever, ever since a Christmas story, that's just that's, that's traditional. Been, I'll tell you what. Oh yeah. And it's one of those things where no one wanted to cook. And so it's like, all right, try. I like Chinese food. I can go for that. Uh, Sarah Clofton still hosts it. That's cool. Sarah Clofton's cool. The Cisco Junior. Um. Yeah, Sarah Clofton played Jake Cisco, right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so. But, you know, did that, had fun. The kids had a good time, hung out with their cousins. Well, most of them, uh, there was one branch of the family that was all sick, so they were there. Later, some people wore masks and visited them. I was not among them because I don't want to get sick. Understood. I had I stayed I home. I understand that. I had important things to do. I don't good know point. what it was, but I had things to do. Not be sick. That's important enough. Sick. I think I was beating yeah. Trails of Cold Steel 3. Oh, that, that's better than getting sick. Yes, except for the ending, which made me sad. Yeah, but it's we, still better than sick. That is true, because I can get over yeah. being sad faster. But let's right. And Ravensler says uh, uh, says his motherboard was bad. And, and I, I uh, actually asked oh. him to send me all of his parts. I was going to put together his computer, put Windows on it, and send it back to him fully, fully, uh, you know, Working. done. Yes, but he says he found out that the motherboard was bad from jump. 
Oh, wow. I could have, I could have troubleshot that. I have spare motherboards. I could have put everything, every, everything except the motherboard in there, and it still didn't work. And I know all of my other parts work, and that would have been easy peasy. I could have done, and I, and you know what? I was in such a Christmas spirit. I would have bought you a new motherboard. See, that is generous. Yep. That moment has passed. That moment has passed, brother. Sorry. Speaking of the moments that haven't passed, today's segments: <laughs> He's the dog. He's the dog. He's the dog. The best anime of 2019. Yes, we're going to end on a high note. That's right. And the this best is not, I've reviewed. This is not just Heathen Dog's opinion. This is definitive. Yep. Out of all the anime I've reviewed this year, these are the best. Right. Best of the best. So if anyone right. argues with you about it, they're wrong. These are. They're wrong. Uh, yeah. Garth is comical. We're going to talk about Doomsday Clock number 12 because it finally came out. And then we're going to talk about yeah, the best like comic series of 2019. And of all the books I've reviewed, Ooh. all the series I've reviewed, I will say what the number one best one was and is. Not just one book, but the whole the run. The series, the run throughout the year. Because I can talk about individual issues. Yes. But I want to talk about like, the best right. run of the year. Your interest and I want to have a warranty replacement unless you want to buy me a replacement. He already said that moment's passed. Christmas yeah, is over. That's almost passed. That's almost passed. I mean, you got to wait longer, true, but you're going to get one for free. So True. Wait till next Christmas. There you go. <laughs> Leave that same computer until next Christmas. <laughs> Get the dust off it. <laughs> I could have I got a free motherboard back, but I wanted to wait for Heathen Dog to buy it. So that's what happened. Which is like free, but later. <laughs> yes. And in the RG, we're going to have our end of year deep thoughts. Just the random stuff we're going to talk musings about. Our the on the end of the year. Yep. We should have done it in haiku form. That's how we should have done it. Oh, man. Man. Well, I, see, I always think these brilliant thoughts too late. That's the problem. Way too late. I'm, I'm not man... good at haikus. It was taking me a while. I'm a man ahead of my time. I'm only about a minute and a half ahead, though. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> but I always think of it. It's like I, st- I started wearing a black trench coat and had my hair back and my Oakley sunglasses, right? And then mm-hmm. what happens? What happens like, like two years after that? The Matrix, that's what happened. Yep. They copied me. Yes, they did. I was doing it first. And the next yep. year, I was like, ah, oh, look, it's like, no, I was doing this first. And, and then there was Columbine, and that went out. Well, Columbine was before Matrix. Oh, really? I oh, thought definitely. it was after. Oh, no, definitely really? pre-Matrix, yep. I'm remembering. I'm, oh, I'm misremembering yeah. that thing. Okay. No, I remember that distinctly because I was set to go on a TDY mission from work, mm-hmm. and we're all supposed to sure. show up in civilian clothes. So I showed up in my T-shirt and my trench coat and you know, my black soon, jeans. And it was the day that it happened. Or the day Or the day after. So, yeah, it was the day after. I, I don't watch the news. I know. I just I walk in there, and everyone at work is staring at me, walking with a black trench coat. Like, what? Like, are you okay, man? It's like, why? No, you're the trench coat mafia or something? Like, I don't even know what that means. And then I, I found out, like, oh, well, that ruined my fashion statement. Yeah, uh, 1999 was The Matrix. Yes. And uh, you had to look it up. Yeah, I, I knew. Yeah, I knew his ladies. Matrix was like ninety nine. Ninety nine. Yeah, Matrix ninety nine. The other thing was like ninety seven. Columbine was Columbine. late nineties. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Columbine was do, 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 do. April twentieth, nineteen ninety nine. School shooting, attempted bombing, at Col- attempted bombing. Interesting. At so they were about the same time. They're about the same time. Yeah. I thought there was a bigger difference than that. 
Nope. What a weird topic we're doing. I knew I wasn't misremembering. <laughs> I knew this coming. Neither was I. <laughs> well, now it, uh, I think the Matrix was a summer thing, so yeah, it was. It, was, it probably did. It probably did come out. Yeah, it wasn't that big a gap as I thought. No, no, a couple months. Yeah, made trench coats cool again. But speaking of being cool again, Max Leo's you're the JRPG. That's you got to hurt his brain. I know, right? I mean, I did not expect him to to do a JRPG on stream because he can't help but make fun of them. Well, I did recommend Trails in the Let's Hear Trails in the Sky. It is an excellent game, and it was on sale. Um, thanks for the big up, Ravens Lair. You're really keeping us keeping the stream on a high note. <laughs> Very sad. Oh, damn it, man. Hey, thanks. Thanks, Ravens. <laughs> well, I'm just going to end the podcast now. Good night, everyone. <laughs> let's, let's just start over. Everyone's just depressed <laughs> now. <laughs> We're sorry. We lost Ravens Lair. But thank you for letting us know. We, we empathize. But um, The Legend of Heroes actually is a massive series. Like I was talking about Trails of Cold Steel, which is part of the Legend of Heroes series. They all interlink. And the game's going in for the next 10 years. I'll going to interlink more and more. So that's going to be crazy. Mm. Is it possible? Actually, I, I did it. Yeah, I did an anime of one of the Trails in the Sky ones. Yes, you said it wasn't very good. Yeah. No, it was not. Well, a, a lot of video games turned to anime. No, you didn't like good. the Persona one either. No. I can't no, think of. There is no good video game that became an anime. Or a video game that became a good anime. Yeah, I'm trying to think of one. Have fun. Hmm. Hmm. Anyway, but the uh, the Charles this guy is a neat game. I'm interested to see him play through it. He'll make fun of it, and that's fine. Uh, so Wednesdays and Fridays on the Deuce, leaves with two. That's nice. He'll send us Playboy, then yes, you can vote on it. Yeah, that's true. But the Dragon Quest games are good. I like the Dragon Quest games. The new one is especially really good. Dragon Quest Eleven, that's a really good game. But Wednesdays and Fridays, 12 noon, Central Standard Time. I'll leave you with two. Twitch.tv, I'll leave you with two. The Deuce. Yes. That's right. It's a blind playthrough. No guides. Nothing. It's He's going to be mad. First playthrough, because he's oh, never yeah. seen it before. Casual playthrough, because he doesn't care. And no backseat gaming. In other words, he doesn't care about your opinions. Yep. But heckle him all the same, please. Exactly. No, heckle him badly. Just don't tell him how to play. Right. You can tell him his gameplay sucks. Right. You can't tell him he's bad, but don't tell yes. him why he's bad. <laughs> Taking deuce. Yep. The, the deuce, deuce. That's what he. That's he that's, decided to call it. That's right. That's why I am going to make my own channel called the Ocho. Yep. Legion of Myth Eight. That's right. The Ocho. It's going to happen. That's right. Legion with two. And don't forget, Nora Ryukus, uh, along, not versus, but along with Max Leo, are going to have co-op attitude adjustment team-ups. Thursday, 11 a.m. Central, on the Deuce. I don't know what games those are. Oh, the a raft? Oh, the, um, the, 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 the it's, uh... Fortnite. Uh, I think... Dauntless. Fortnite, okay, yeah. Yes, but uh, I believe he's doing raft, which is a, a survival. You're on a raft in the middle of the water and you have a shark after you and you have to survive by building your raft up by finding uh, driftwood and stuff and trying to get water and fish for food and all while not being eaten by a shark. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, Marvin says Max started because he wanted to stream the same time as Logarian. 
Yes, but not because he wanted to spite Elgarian by, oh, I will have a stream at the same time. It's just that's the only convenient time for him because he's in Germania. Crosshairholder can throw your partner to the shark. Ooh. May you see the goblins come back? Maybe. You never know. So look forward to that. That'll be good. 2020 is coming soon. Very soon. A couple days. Badge registration for Gen Con 2020 is just 26th of January. The activity sign-up is in 17th of May. The event is the 30th of July to the 2nd of August. So start planning now to join us there at Gen Con 2020. And you can join our Gen Con discussions on our Discord server. So uh, that's coming quick. Get your tickets fast. They sell out very quickly. So good luck to everyone. Hope to see you there. Streaming schedule. Twitch TV has Legion of Myth. Elgarian, Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Shroud of the Avatar, the premier Shroud of the Avatar stream on the internet. Heathen Dog, Monday, 8 p.m. Left for Dead 2 with Leech with That's members. Right. That's been yes. fun. Yes, it has. And uh, we're almost, we're about, I think, a little more than halfway through. And uh, once we finish, I don't know what we're going to do. So, you know, go ahead and go ahead and uh, give us a, a new game to play. That'd be good. And Thursday, 8.30 p.m., Imperial Galaxy Survival. Heathen Dog and Garthon take on the world on Heathen Dog server. And uh, so far, we've been pretty awesome until we're not. Right? If it, we're, we're always doing really great until like the last... <laughs> right up until it's a giant disaster. <laughs> right until the last 30 minutes of the stream where we get this everything shot out from under us. Uh, <laughs> we're always pretty awesome until that point, though. Oh, that stupid turret, man. I was complaining to my wife about that turret. I, she had to look at her face like she didn't care at all, but I was still telling her because I was I was mad about that stupid homing turret. <laughs> homing missiles through the trees. Ah, oh, as soon as you spawn in, you're homing missile to death. Ah, oh, and it was all from the stupid turret. Hate that turret. Isn't that nice? That stupid ass turret. At 8 p.m. Saturday, village with live stream, anime, comics, games. All you need to know. Garthon is also doing Sunday nights 8 p uh, at 9 p.m. Uh, Lunar Silver Star Story. We've had some good uh, reactions there. Had a good time last time. Uh, getting some people in there. That's a fun game to play through. And so join me for that. It's an old PS1 game. It's been having a lot of good time with that. And on the Deuce, Twitch.tv slash issue with two. Hold on. All so right, I did it. What? I did it. What'd you do? You bought Left 4 Dead 3? I... Nope. I just uh, I just signed up as the owner of Legion of Myth 8. Yes! <laughs> I did it! All right. I'm going to start putting content on the Ocho. <laughs> I will do it. <laughs> and so, Max Leo, Wednesday, Friday, 12 p.m., Year of the GRPG, Legend Hero Trails in the Sky. Noro, Thursday, 11 a.m., Raft. We just talked about that. It'll be good. Twitch.tv slash Heathen Dog. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 10 a.m. Seven days to die. Is it just me or the slides at the beginning? What slides? Oh, so oh no, it's in the handing you all your backsides. Right. Not yet, Raven's Lair. No, it's nope, the Xerax. Evil Xerax turrets. We're, good. we're wiping out all the Xerax. We're destroying other bases. Like, let's get one more base. All right, sure. We wipe out two of the turrets. What's this? What's this? It says anti-aircraft danger. Oh, God, I'm dying. <laughs> it's not anti-aircraft. It's the fucking Death Star beam is what it is. One shot, you die. That's it's, it. It's firing homing rockets beyond our range we, <laughs> through the trees. Like, you can't see it. It's, the, it's an alpha no. game. The game's an alpha, so you can't be too mad. The rockets fly through the tree trunks. 
but they fly through the tree yeah. trunks and blow the crap out of you. And then you yeah. respawn, and you have enough time to go, is that a... And you're dead. Yep. So, uh, yeah. At least I figured that out. That that was killing us. It wasn't the, the mobs that were kidding us. It was this one turret blowing us up over and over again. I hate, that. I hate that turret so much. Legion with join our Discord community to chat and remain current. We do hang out in the Discord. Lots of stuff there. Following announcements on Twitter at Legion Myth. Watch things recorded on YouTube. Lots of fun stuff there. And watch live and chat on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Legion Myth or Legion of Myth 2. Or coming soon, The Ocho. Twitch.tv slash Legion of Myth yeah. 8. You should just move all the heathen, heathen dog stuff to, uh, to The Ocho. To yeah, the Ocho. I, really should. I should. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Max is going to be pissed. We find that way pissed. funnier than we should. <laughs> I know. He's going to be so mad. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you make The Ocho? <laughs> now I got to get three through seven. <laughs> we haven't even. <laughs> That's true. Other people will do that. <laughs> uh, where is there? It says, make sure shares the uh, we behave our job cut out for us to get my machine back before y'all finish. Yeah, no, we haven't got the part there, but I think right now we could take shares. Yes, yes, uh, shares, shares, and Mar Hawkman are behind because they they haven't been able to get with each other through the holiday period. Right. So uh, they've been working separately and they have not been combining their powers. Whereas we have. Right. We've been going full have, Wonder Twins. Yes, that we only have one Xerox base left on the moon, which we can't defeat right now, and we have an area left on the on the planet which we can't defeat can't right now because it has the death. Go to another one. It has has the Death Star. You know how we could? So. I actually I was planning last night. I'm we could burrow under the Death Turret. Yes. Yes, and we take could. It we from have underneath. Boy. Actually, no. Uh, you have you have, I I put laser drills on yours. Yeah. So it could go really well. We could drill under that sucker, and then yeah. murder it from underneath. Yes. We have plenty of plastic explosives. We can do it. Worth it. Done. <laughs> Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday. It's going down. But we're not streaming it, though. So we can curse more. All right. Well, yeah, fair. And don't forget, Legion with Gear. Shop.spreadshirt.com. Slash Legion of Myth. Impress your friends. Intimidate your enemies. Find the love in your Legion of Myth gear. Thank you to our Patreon patrons, our Twitch supporters. We really appreciate all you've done. Thank you so much. Gary Illuminati, so much. Thank you. War Brian H. And shares to the Warren level. We do appreciate it. Blarla B. Resage, Aaron M. Thank you so much. And thank you. Tops and cheers is Zon. Thank you so much. As well as Jensen, Sean Paxler. Gift sub Zon is the clear leader. We thank you so much. We do appreciate it so much. It does keep us going. It really helps us in all we do. And with all of our giveaways that we do, which we're not doing right mm -hmm. now. No, not today. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Sorry. We did that last week. Well, week before. Our last stream. And our Twitch subscriptions, thanks to such our subscribers. It's your generous donations that keep us going. And review system, half star is horrible. Let's see, what has earned a half star? Uh, Heroes in Crisis yep. got a half star. Got a half star, yep. JJ Spider-Man almost got one. I've only given one half star, and it was to the anime that shall not be named. Yes. See, I'll name the things I hate. Mm. I'm not like you. I don't believe naming it gives it power. No, no, no. Naming it makes other people watch it. It can't be that bad. And then, and then like, they no! watch it. And then they blame me. And they blame me. I want it's people like, to illegally. I learned it from watching you. I want people <laughs> to find a way to read Heroes in Crisis without paying for it. 
like borrow a friend's. I am no in no way advocating theft, illegal activity, or stealing. Yeah. I'm advocating borrowing a friend's to see how bad it is. Just check it. Garbage cans outside a comic store. There, I'm sure they're in there somewhere. Dumpsters. Yeah, they're yeah. in the dumpster. You know, no one in their right mind has more than one yeah. copy. No one's buying it, so they got to get rid of the trash. Absolute awful garbage crap. Five stars, extraordinary. One percent are flawless. Perfection, amazing. And we're going to see we're going to see those today. We're going to see uh, very good, amazing, and extraordinary. Yeah, we're talking about the best of the year. Disclaimer: right. These are full screens. It's important. Oh, yes, it is. Leave. The opinions and commentary expressed in this episode are solely the opinions and commentary of the individual and are not representative of the entire Legion Myth organization. While we make an effort to provide a family-friendly atmosphere, this content is not targeted towards children under the age of 13 and may include the occasionally so foul or even offensive language. Thank you for understanding and continued viewership. In a world where monkeys have two asses. Butt monkey. <laughs> He'll make you fly out of his butt. <laughs> that was horrible. <laughs> when crime runs through the streets of filth, he flings the poo back. Butt monkey. <laughs> that was good. That was, a, that was a good monkey sound. All right. All right, everyone, buckle in because it is now time for Heathen Dogs Anime on the Stream. Hello, everyone. I hope we find you well. And today, the last broadcast of the year for the Legion Myth live stream, we'll be talking about the best anime. Now, when I started this at the beginning of the week, I went through the entire year of anime. And at first, I just went through the stars. Okay, five star, four and a half star, four star. I got a lot of four stars. One four and a half and one five. So these were going to be clear winners, obviously. Well, I made sure to look at them again because one of these was a simulcast that I hadn't seen all of them because all of them didn't exist yet. And of course, any any anime that I review that that's a simulcast with, uh, with Japan, I watch. If it's four stars or higher, I watch it to the end of the run. And with these with this new knowledge i can go back and look at these star ratings again to make sure they hold up water and these ones do so the first one we're going to look at is the uh runner up all right this is number two as max Liao calls the deuce this is the second best anime of the year that i've reviewed and it is mao yu arch enemy and hero now this wasn't a simulcast. I, I watched the whole thing because there was only one season. That was a problem. But as a recap, uh, this, is a, this is a fantasy world where the demon lord, it's the demon lord's job to take over all of humanity. And uh, it's the hero's job to defeat the demon lord. Well, the hero gets to the demon lord, finds out the demon lord is a, is a woman. And the woman has a really strange idea. Hey, why are we fighting? We don't have to. All right. I've, I've deduced through being the whole demon lord for a while now that both of our economies run off of war what if we change that if we can change that we don't have to fight he's like but i'm the hero i gotta fight no you don't no you don't walk with me on this one okay and then she outlines her plan to uh to fix both both countries and he's like 
it's a novel idea. Okay, I'll go with it. So, so they infiltrate each other's countries secretly to try and sow sociopolitical change in both environments simultaneously. I, I loved it. It was a huge nine degree turn on what, than what these things usually are. Huge turn on, on its side. It was great. And I gave it, as you can see in the next slide, four and a half stars. Now, the reason I didn't give it five stars, because it's a little too harem-y, like too, like that was a plus in my opinion. I don't know. That was a plus in your opinion. I understand, but it was unnecessary harem-y nonsense. Like, like nonsense. high school DX, high, high school DXD and uh and 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 stuff like that uh they are they run like the fuel of the of the plot engine is is the harem action okay this one it seemed like it was shoehorned in yeah it's not yeah yeah this was like shoehorned in for no reason it was unnecessary to move the plot forward and it didn't actually enhance the plot in any way but it didn't take away from it either it was just it just didn't feel right and of course there's only one season of this anime that's it it should have gone to a conclusion. It should have done the whole thing. And and, because it was on its way, you know, after some jobs and tribulations. Yeah. To have a happy ending, you know, it was on its way. The manga is huge. There's many, many volumes of the manga, but maybe it's a little too intellectual for an anime. You know, that was, that was probably the problem because it actually got into realistic, uh, tactics on, uh, uh, crop rotation, tariffs, uh, Tariffs, uh, 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 what am I going to say? Um, uh, simplistic early, uh, monetary systems and, uh, how, how to properly infiltrate the church to spread education through, through an already established system that everybody trusts. Right. It takes the idea of like the hero saving the world with a sword fight and saying that won't work. That's not how you save the world. You, you save the world by saving everybody. And if you can get people to start reading by by uh, by making the church teach people to read, they're going to the church anyway. They, they trust the church anyway. And if you if you can get people away from an from a war based economy and fix the actual economy with with sharecropping and crop rotation, stuff like that. And then uh, you, you can uh, you can make banks that can loan money to people so they can bring themselves up from their bootstraps. Then you can actually fix a country doing that. And that's exactly what they what they set out to do. It, it was it was an amazing story. I loved it. And another thing I really liked about it is every single uh, supporting character that is introduced doesn't just uh you know prop up the main characters and then go away that's worst case scenario what mostly happened is is they they're only there to drive the main characters forward no in this anime all of them all of the side characters that come in integrate themselves into the story and propel the story forward with or without the main characters right they all have their own separate motivations exactly and they are propelling the story they're not just propping up the hero they're doing their own thing and propping up everybody. They're propping up the plot, which was great. It was great. Wow, Heathen Dog, you're really talking this up. It's what could really possibly good. be better than this? That's true. What, what could be? What could be? What could be? Well, I'm not going to tell you. First, I'm going to tell you the honorable mention because there were so many four star animes. There were a lot. Not there a lot. Were a there lot were a few. Four... There were a couple. Yeah, there were between four and six four star animes this year, which to me is a lot. Yeah. I don't. You know, if you if you if you break the three and a half star threshold, that's a damn good anime, and everyone should watch it. 
But I had to choose one from between all of these. And the one I chose, Dr. Stone. Dr. Stone, again, because it enlightens at the same time. It's it's edutainment at its finest. <laughs> all right. Now, if you don't remember, again, it's going on right now. They, they, they just had the, the last episode in the first season just a week or two ago. But uh, it's 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 all it's all about this. Uh, uh, it starts off in the present, basically the now, where this green wave of energy encompasses the entire planet, turning all human beings and swallows, the the bird, into stone, and they remain that way for thousands of years, until the main character, uh, Senku, uh, mysteriously breaks out of his stone prison he has been awake for over three thousand years he's been keeping himself awake because he wanted to make sure that if he ever got out he would only try to get out during the spring because if he got out during the winter time he wouldn't be able to find any food and he would die yes this guy is a genius thinking ahead yeah yes think thinking ahead he's always five steps ahead and what what happens is he uh he he figures out through trial and error after six months uh, how to recreate the the random circumstances that got him out of the stone prison and he got his friend out of the stone prison and then he got his friend's girl out of stone prison and then he went out to uh, try and revive all of humanity. Well, there are trials and tribulations and stuff like that. I'm not going to go into the entire story here, but it is definitely good. It's a different kind of story. All right. I mean, the, the main character is not overpowered. He's over knowledgeable, but it's knowledge that anyone can have. He just read a lot of books and memorized a lot of science. That's what he did. That's what he did. And it uses real science. When he's making things from scratch, all of the ingredients are correct. Now, when he's making stuff like nitric acid and gunpowder and explosives and stuff like that, they don't give you precise measurements. But they give you a legitimate list of ingredients. If you want to make anything that Senku makes on this show, you definitely can. A little hard work, a little acquired skill, and, 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 uh, and some book learning. You can make anything he makes in the show. Legitimately make it. It's great. I love it. And all of the, all of the dialogue between the characters is believable and appropriate. There is no like uh, love interest for no reason or, you know, like, oh, you know, love at first sight type nonsense. None of that stuff. All of it is logical. All of it, all of it follows, follows a really down to earth, grounded script. I love it. Razor also that, says that he has an eidetic memory. Yes. Yes, he does. That's well, it, it makes it makes it easy to memorize things when yeah, you just have to read helpful. it. Yeah, that's helpful. Yes. But again, you don't need an eidetic memory. You can, you can do learn. it all yourself. Yeah, you can learn it all yourself. Now, the one thing I had bad about this was that how are they not insane? Because while he was the only one who forced himself to stay conscious, this this is this is the existence he had for over 3,000 years of consciousness. Mm. Complete sensory deprivation. Complete. You're just in a in a giant endless abyss of blackness with no sensation whatsoever. People have gone insane for far less. How are not like half the people that he takes out of stone prisons completely bat crap crazy, like outhouse rat nuts. 
I don't know. That's that's the only non-realistic part of this whole thing. He should be a blithering idiot. Yes, he should be in the corner rocking back and forth all day. Just all day, every day. That's all he should be doing. Just he's so traumatized. But no, he's not. That's the only criticism I have about this anime, which was, was enough to take a whole star off because nobody was insane. Somebody should be insane. Nobody was. I, I didn't like it. But that leads us to our true number one. The winner. The best anime I reviewed in 2019. And give me a drum roll. In post. <laughs> thank you. And it is. Thank you. That time I got reincarnated ah. as a slime. This was awesome. Now, uh, being reincarnated in another world is not a new thing. All right. But what is a new thing is that it it gave about half of the first episode fleshing out the uh him as a human and having him die in a random knife attack saving saving his uh his uh, uh employee having him die a hero and his his random thoughts as he was dying uh set the stage for what he would be in the next life when he was reborn into a fantasy world. And it, I, I loved it so much because it, uh, the, the, the story progressed in a way exactly. If, uh, you were reborn into a fantasy world, you would progress exactly the same way. You know, you first you freak out that, but then you, you'd quickly, okay, I got to learn what this thing, I'm a slime. Oh my God, what is a slime? What do I do? And learn what you do. And then you learn that you have, you, you have a, a, a great sage in your head because when you were dying, you're like, all oh, the things I didn't learn, all the things I didn't know, I wish I knew everything. And in your next life, you're born with, with an encyclopedia of all the knowledge of the world you're now reborn into, which is super handy. It's really great. And the characters themselves were written really well. If they were written for comedy relief, they weren't like Chris Farley bumbling idiot comic relief. They were they were good one liners and uh, and oh no, there's there there's there's Taiju getting in trouble again, but not stupidly getting in trouble. He's just really curious and he just he finds trouble. That's what he does, you know. Like they're written really well, and the dialogue between these characters, because you have a good base story, you have a good written story. The dialogue is going to evolve from that, and it enhances the plot, and that's exactly what happens. I love it. The action. A lot of times the action is not good. Now, this is not a, a strictly action-based like Dragon Ball Z type whatever, like anime. But when it does have action, they don't mess around. They do it correctly. It is fast-paced. They, they drew more frames than they had to to make the action crisp and clean. I love it. I really do. And every single character they introduce, you can relate to in some way. It's great. I mean, there is no one like, why is he here? I don't get this guy. I don't understand why he even exists in the story. No, no, none of that. Everyone fits in the story. Every character is done on purpose. There is no Jar Jar Binks. There, there, there is no, there is no pogs or whatever that there's written in there for nobody, just for reasons that you unfathomable to you. No. Everyone has a purpose, and that purpose is to keep the plot moving forward, and it does a really great job. The only bad part about it is not something I think is bad. The main character is overpowered. Yes, he's overpowered. They explain why he's overpowered. He didn't start out that way, but he is now because of 
reasons that go in that that are completely explained through the story. But if you have a really great writing team, you can write around a, a, an extremely overpowered main character. Every single good writer that has written for Superman has this ability. Superman is overpowered. That's his definition. He is the Ubermensch. He is the Superman. Nobody can beat him. You have to be able to write for that character to do overpowered characters well. And these guys can do it. They have what it takes. And they get it done. So that is my top anime of 2019. What are your thoughts? What did you think of this segment? Did I miss something? Wiseman's grandchild would make the list. It was in the top four. It just missed because it was also four star. It was also four star, but it Dr. Stone just edged it out like by a percentage point in my mind, just a little bit. If, if Dr. Stone didn't actually give you hard science, wise man's grandchild probably would have won. Also, it has a lot of similarities to my number one pick. He was reborn in another world and he learned magic and became overpowered because he can do magic better than anybody else because he has the backdrop of science to base his to base his spells off of instead of folklore and myth where the people in this world do so it oh, it had a mixture of dr stone and it had a and uh and reincarnated as a slime so i in, instead of getting a distilled uh i'm sorry uh a uh, a diluted version of both i decided to distill them both down into into dr stone and and uh and uh, reincarnate as a slime so sure. that's why that's why wise man didn't make it but it was it was number four definitely number four so uh obviously those are ravenslar's thoughts on uh on uh the uh uh best of but do you have anything go ahead and throw it in chat go ahead and throw it in the comments if you're watching on youtube go ahead and tell me if i missed something now it's something i must have reviewed in 2019 give me your thoughts on why it should have been on this list and do you have any suggestions for my next anime? Because my next anime is coming up. And, uh, you know, if you give me a good suggestion, uh, Sherris is not allowed to suggest any anime right now. He's still, <laughs> he's still on, he's still on the ban. He's still taking the ban hammer to work. That's what he's doing. So, uh, yep. Uh, if you're not Sherris, then you can go ahead and give me a suggestion and I will check it out. And there we go. Thank you, the dog. Remember, like, share, subscribe, and join for full streams of anime, comics, and games. Remember, only chat and giveaways and monthly Q&As lead you with members. And I count towards our Patreon giveaway goals, which are being reset for the new year. And if you want more Heathen Dog, check out his anime on the stream segments, tabletop gaming fundamental segments, team-ups, and selected video game streams. Thank you all for watching, and remember, be a Legionnaire. It was then at that time he realized it was time for the comic pool. Did not have that music up either? No, I have it. Oh, good. I just wanted to... I need to practice my Morgan Freeman until it's actually competent. Oh, and all of you, you will go. suffer while I do it. <laughs> yeah! Garthon's comic poll. Okay, first up, kiddos, let's talk about YouTube. Garthon's comic poll reviews do not target children under the age of 13. Legion with content is for adults, the parents, or guardians of children. However, you know, if you're 17, you are allowed to go to war. That's okay. So, you can't buy cigarettes. 
nope. or drink. Or rent a car or now. Or rent a car, but you could sure as hell get sent to die in a war mm. that was started before you were born. Was, was that? Was that? I should I said All right. That happened. Oh, all right. right. That happened. All right. It just bothers me. All right. Doomsday Clock, number 12. Speaking of things started 17 years ago. Yeah, no kidding. I didn't think this would ever happen, really. I written thought they were just going to stop. That, that was by, the big joke at the end. Written by Jeff Johns. Art by Gary Frank. No relation to Anne Frank. Mm-hmm. Or I'm thinking, who's, who did the stickers? Lisa Frank. Anne Frank was a much sadder story. Colors yeah. by Brad Anderson and cover by Gary Frank and Brad Anderson. Okay. Okay, let's talk about the cover for a second. I want to talk about this. Yeah. Well, obviously, it's a it's a take on the whole smiley face pen with yes, the blood on it. But it's yeah. the Superman S. Exactly. Is that good? I'm torn. I was like, is that like really dumb or is that good? I'm well, it, it depends. It, it, if Superman's dead, ju- just just like the comedian died, then it's good. The but if he's not dead, was, but the wasn't the blood on the button before he died? No, no, no. the The blood on the button was as he was dying. Well, was it through the window? Right. It happened when he fell through the window, but before yeah. he hit the ground. Right. So he wasn't dead, but he definitely, it, it foreshadowed his death. So in that now, case, this... accurate then. Super. Yeah. So in that case, yes, it would, it would apply. Okay, cool. All right. So, all right, all right, all right. I just, uh, I don't know if it's a lazy cover or is it a good cover? It gets the point across. So I guess mm-hmm. it's a good cover. It gets the point across. There you go. All right. So. This series has been long. It's been 12 issues. It's supposed to be done in a year. It's been done in three years. Uh, it does all this issue pulls everything together, which means it does a lot of jumping back and forth. To very succinctly sum it up, Dr. Manhattan, when he left his universe, figured out that the multiverse was, in essence, caused by the existence of Superman. Or that he was the focus of the multiverse. And if you look mm-hmm. at it in a metadata sort of way, he is. He was the first real superhero. Uh, you could argue like Tarzan or Doc Samson or not Doc Samson. They weren't super. They were just people. Doc Samson. Basically, there were a lot of pulp heroes. You could say we're kind of there, but he was the first superhero. Especially for DC, he was the first superhero. And all the crises, the flashpoints, everything. Actually, even though it's flashpoints here on Flash, really, it's Superman there as well. And so he figures, all right, well, I've decided that everything kind of sucks. And so I'm going to mess with Superman's backstory to fix all of my problems. And basically, because he couldn't fix his universe, he's going to fix this one by messing with Superman. That's what happened. It's really lame. Right. And that has caused all sorts of freaking problems. Um, there's a lot of subplots going on, a lot of sub-characters, a lot of things flying around. I'm not getting into it. It's just too big to start talking about. But it basically comes down to, at this point, Dr. Manhattan is confronted Superman and basically explained to him, I kind of had to do this, I'm sorry. But uh, I had my reasons. And uh, because you're the center of the multiverse, I had to change its origin. And I've decided that even that's not working, so I'm just, you and I are going to have to have fight, and uh, we're going to have to end it. Whoever comes out on top, and everything will end. But he already end. knows. Yeah, he already knows. He? He's Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. Which is, everything will end. So everyone's like, okay. But meanwhile, at the same time, by the world events set, of, set in motion, 
basically the world's after Superman. They think he's the cause of all their problems. Um, mm-hmm. Black Adam and all of his Kandak forces, where a lot of villains were hiding out to avoid governments, who have all decided to beat him up because that, that'll get other governments off their back and they can be right on separate power. All these different things are going on. All of Superman's allies are missing and they can't get there in time. Uh, the Legion is doesn't exist because the way the timeline has been changed. The JSA doesn't exist because the timeline has been changed. He's on his own as every supervillain in the world basically starts just going at him at once. At the same time, Dr. Manhattan's there. Meanwhile, there's the subplot about Rorschach and Batman's all this stuff happening. Kind of unimportant for the main plot point, which is during the fight, you know, Manhattan's still kind of pontificating to himself about why he's doing these things and how important Superman is to the world. And one of the super powerful baddies is about to attack Manhattan from behind. Manhattan thinks Superman's actually about to punch him in the about to attack him, but he actually defends Manhattan. And Dr. Manhattan says, why? I've caused this problem. Why are you defending me? And Superman basically gives him a pretty good Superman speech about how you think there's only two options. Your universe dies or mine. Haven't you ever thought there might be a third option? That's why every action you've taken, you've left one of those pictures behind of you and your wife together when you were still human. Oh, girlfriend, right? Uh, Yeah, girlfriend. Sorry. Yeah. You've always had this with you. You're still holding on to that. There's still a human in you. You know there's a third option here. Why can't we just create? Why can't you just create? Why does it have to be destruction? Why can't you try to be better? That is a possibility. And the doctor kind of goes, oh. Like, that's true. But at the same time, everything needs to go. So he basically wipes out the universe. Just... Yeah, pretty much everything goes. But when he rebuilds it, he rebuilds it with everything like it, it's been. The flashpoints, the crises on infinite Earth. And he actually has a nice, like, su- really quick, like, one or two panel sum up of the crisis, flashback, flashpoint, all these things. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like... And even, like, the different origin stories of Superman... Like landing in the 30s and landing in the 80s, you know, basically all these different things, all explained, right? Because he re-put them back in there. It's like, okay, the universe can handle this. And then he goes on. He since he's unable to actually go back to being human and being with his girlfriend and doing that, he f- sort of fixes his own universe so his accident doesn't have the same impact. He puts. Uh, Joker, Jester, comedian. I don't know why I couldn't think of any. He puts comedian. Com- comedian had been pulled out of his timeline. He throws comedian right back into his timeline as he's falling out the window. Oops. So he's like, "You still got to go." So he does that. He explains the people. <laughs> you're, you're a giant teabag. Bye. <laughs> you find out the reason that the crazy people's, uh, the mime and uh, the crazy woman's kid went missing that he was trying to find is because Doctor Manhattan took the child. The child that they're going to have. Because don't you remember? uh, Because Ozymandias broke the crazy people out of prison because Dr. Manhattan didn't just eliminate them. He actually was paused when he realized the woman was pregnant and didn't kill her. 
And so he thought, ah, there's be something about that child. Well, what turns out is after the child's born, Dr. Manhattan takes it and raises him as his own. To grow. To He also sets in motion, like we talked about a few weeks ago on the comic poll, well, on the RNG subject, uh, fifth generation, where Superman is replaced by son, Batman is replaced. But basically, mm-hmm. the next generation, he sets that up here. This was supposed to come out like a year ago, where they're explaining 5G. This finally explains where it came from, where Dr. Manhattan pushed the timeline forward. And so there's a lot of interesting things there. Everything is summed up, tied up with a neat little bow. And it sets in motion the next year, or the next decade, actually, of DC Comics by what they're planning. Is it a great book? It's pretty good. It's trying to do a lot. there, And it, if it had come out on time, it would have had a much larger impact. As it is, it's interesting. It's a fun read, little heady. It's trying at times to be deeper than it is. Now, 5G is definitely set in stone here, Raven's Lair. It, that's happening. Uh, or they could just ignore this book completely, but 5G is definitely happening by all of DC's things. That'll be interesting. Hopefully it's good, not just interesting. But this definitely sets it up. It also leaves some things for the future where Dr. Manhattan named his son Clark, by the way. Really? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Um, so not not an original so, bone in his blue body, is there? Well, you know, when everything when everything's already written, what can you do? Hmm. Uh, so do something number twelve, interesting book, a great sum to the series. Because it's hard to finish something like that with everything that was set out. It did its job. It was interesting to read. I don't think it was great, but it. It actually was able to meet the standard, the expectation of what it was trying to do. It successfully hmm. did that. Okay. So you got to give him credit on that part. Uh, it was not the best thing I've ever read, but I really enjoyed it. I'll give it three and a half stars. Okay. It was a really good book. It wasn't great. Oh, oh, Mark Hockman continuity is just going to get mangled real fast because 5G is oh, yeah. coming. But they basically... Every two years, DC likes to... Like have some sort of crisis where they redo their timeline for some reason. They got nothing better to do. It's like someone who feels the need to rearrange their furniture every other month. There's no reason for it. They just feel the need to do it. It's the same furniture, but they can put it in a different order and acting like it's new. Mm-hmm. That's what DC does to their timeline. So, rearranging the furniture for the 5G, Doomsday Clock number 12, three and a half stars. It was good. Was it worth the wait? Okay. Eh. No, probably not. <laughs> Not, it's too long a wait. If too I was told I'd have to wait two years just to finish, I wouldn't have bought issue one. But, no, no. I mean, it, it, the, this, this comic series turned into Dances with Dr. Manhattan. I mean, it was really, really long for an ending that you had right. you know was inevitable. And whatever. At least, at least Every, it, everything that happened is just recontinuated anyway. So At least it wasn't Waterworld. Yeah, fair. So thank fair. you, everyone. What are your thoughts of this? Uh, what did you think of Doomsday Clock number 12? Was the ending worthy of the whole series? Did it live up to any hype that was done for it? Did it meet your expectations? Did it exceed them? Was it a great book? And I'm just not smart enough because I'm the dooms. Let me know uh, what your opinions about this book is and if you're excited for DC 5G. And if you have any suggestions for future comic reviews, please let me know.
And as always, be a legionnaire. What else said? It sounds like being the only overly nice guy and chipper guy always. Oh, Zon, you got me! Zon, thank you. Thank you, Zon. Very kind. Thank you. We appreciate you, Zon. And, well, uh, what else? Like, like I said earlier, I mean, to write Superman properly, you have to have a great writer. Superman you is... You have to have... He's Super, hard, man. Superman is optimism. Yes, that's his whole job. He's hope. That's, a, that's what they made his symbol stand for, for Christ's sake. So, yeah, you have to have a great writer to, to write for someone who literally cannot not, die hey, because he's an idea. Not according to Snyder. According to Snyder, it's just an S. They had a, oh. a very dull and gray and boring scene where he said it meant hope, and a very uncharismatic Lois Lane told him, well, here it's an S. Well, my world is hope. Well, it's, it's an S. And I don't know why I like you. <laughs> that movie was awful. Yes, it was. Soups is the optimist is Optimus Prime. Yes, he is. He's the Optimist Prime. Yeah, but but uh, Superman Returns is worse. Yes, yes. And it shouldn't have been. No, but it is. They had a better yeah. cast in Superman Returns. Yes, I, I'm not saying Henry Cavill was bad. He was good. No, he was fine. Everyone else he was bad. Yeah, he he looked he looked the part of Superman more than any other Superman has since Christopher Reeve. I'll give him that. He looks the part. Brandon Roth was a good Superman. I thought. No, no, I thought so. Nope. I thought he did nah, a great I Christopher like Reeve. I don't. I didn't like it. Well, you didn't have to. And the movie sucked anyway. Like yeah. So there you go. I mean, was that part of it? I think so. I don't. I think but. he was the only good part in the movie. Ugh. That that movie was yeah. so bad and so. Kevin boring. Spacey did not shine in that. Oh no, he God. sucked. Oh, God, that was bad. Lois was an asshole. Yes, she was. Yes. Henry Cavill did a good Superman. His movie yeah. wasn't very good. No, his movie sucked, but he himself is a good Superman. Yeah. Yes. But, I mean, him and Space Dad, you know, running around together for some reason. Ugh, it's just... Whatever. All right. Ahem. Ahem. Yes, Garthon's comic poll. And today we have a very special Garthon's comic poll. So gather around, everyone, because hey, YouTube, Garthon's comic poll reviews do not reflect target children under the age of thirteen. Later, the content is for adults. The parents are our guardians of children, or animals. You could be a guardian of anything if you're that age, or not. It's up to you. Make your own decisions in life, my friends. That's with. That's wise. All right, Gotham Comic Poll, best series of 2019. I thought of pulling out individual issues, but I decided, you know what? I want to talk about the best series. What series was consistently the best all year? You know, now, wait, wait, just, just hang on, just for our viewers, what what criteria were you judging this on? Just want a little behind the scenes, under the hood type, you know, what's going on in your brain pan? What were you judging on? All right, for a series to be considered good, the art has to match the story. Meaning, if it has good art, that's great. But if it's your if your art is beautiful and shiny with models, and you're telling a dark, gritty story about the homeless, that doesn't work. Yeah, mm. uh, art has to match story. Uh, there are some great examples throughout time of that happening, uh, such as when Jim Lee was doing the X Men. Art matched story perfectly. Uh, mm. The original Watchmen was a great example of art matching story. 
Um, so when that happens, magic happens. Another thing that has to happen is it has to have a clear direction. The book cannot be trying to be a super artistic thing. Uh, that just annoys me. I'm not. I if I want to read high art, I'll read high art. You know what? I'll read something smart. I'll try and read some philosophy books or something. You know. But you know, if I want to read Ulysses by James Joyce, I'll freaking read Ulysses. I don't need it in comic book form. Mm. I, I buy comic books for escapism entertainment. So maybe look for the wrong thing. That's fine. But like, comic books should be fun. I'm not saying they should be a ha-ha laugh aloud. But it needs to have a clear, consistent plot. It needs to have understandable, distinct characters. It needs to have clear, understandable motivations. It needs to have a story that goes somewhere. All these things are important. Okay. It needs to be believable in its own universe. It can't change the rules on itself. Sounds like a lot of work. It does. It does. But the key things, if I had to boil it down to three things... Dave Cockrum X-Men. Yeah, it was really good. Wait. Yeah. I'm trying to remember which one that was. So the three important things. Clear writing. Consistent, clear writing. Two. The art that matches the story. Now, the mm -hmm. art might not be the best in the world, but if it matches the tenor of the story, that's great. It raises everything up. Got it. Yes. And the third most important thing is consistency within its own universe. You can't keep changing the rules. Oh, so X-Men are out. The X-Men are gone. X-Men are totally They're out gone. Of the They're out of the running. They're out of the running. <laughs> X-Men has, especially now, has no internal consistency. Um, and they try to be smarter than they are. It's like, look how deep I am with my philosophical concepts. Like, that doesn't make any sense. It falls apart when you start poking at it. No, no, no. It's really deep. Got it. All, all right, right, great. You made a deep statement, and then you immediately kill the guy in charge of all of it. So anyway, but that was that. So, let's talk about the best comic series. What series was best? Not individual issues. There are some fantastic mm -hmm. individual issues. Uh, things that came out of uh, Sean Murphy with the Batman series. That's been really, really excellent. Um, there's been a few others. I can pull up, but there's some. Uh, the first issue of the Invasion Planet WrestleTopia I thought was fantastic. It was hilarious. It was entertaining. The art matched the story. Mm -hmm. And guys said as as the story was bad. I did like that. It got better. It got better. So, but the best series, consistency, overall writing, overall presentation, entertainment value. Actually, that's a better three. Well, art, art matching the... Art matching story. Right. Consistency and entertainment value is... What do we got? Black Cat. Surprising the really? hell out of me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I I would have bet money that... Uh, wait, did, did Curse did of the White Knight, Knight come out? Yeah, yeah. this year. Yeah, Curse of the White yeah, Knight. Yeah, I would have bet money that Curse of the White Knight was going to be... Uh, I was going to say so, but by my reviews, Black Cat consistently got higher. <laughs> um oh. Jed McKay has managed to take a, honestly, a B-level character and craft an interesting world around her, uh, involving Thieves Guild elements, uh, her trainers, her sidekicks, and also the extended Marvel Universe, Fantastic Four, different characters from that, Spider-Man, including an excellent annual, which he all wrote, and made it a, the character sympathetic and interesting without making the character a true hero, which almost always happens when a 
semi-villain gets their own yeah, series. Yeah. Like when exactly. Venom got his own series, all of a sudden he was saving babies and children. He's yeah, the super good whatever. guy. Black Cat's always been kind of on the wall. You know, she's not really a villain. She likes to steal stuff, kind of like Catwoman. But this keeps her in that mode where she's pretty much self-interested, but she still cares about her crew, she's still, but she's not going out of her way to help anyone. Um, when she helps people, she gets paid. Even when she tells Spider-Man where they're teamed up, oh, it's all going to help them. Nah, she's getting paid. Which is great, because that's true to the character. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jed McKay has done a great job keeping the character consistent, making her entertaining, uh, making her smart, uh, which she's been presented as in the books before. And also, Travel Foreman's art matches that kind of almost gritty underworld style of what she's doing. Right, she's still the black cat in the series, Raven Slayer. Uh, and Travel Foreman's art, while I'm not going to put it up there with someone like Jim Lee or something, or Todd McFarlane, it really, really matches the story, that noir pulp story that's going on, and it works really well. The way he kind of exaggerates the way the characters look at times uh, really works for what's going on in the stories. And also, the coloring of Ryan Reaver is excellent in the way it will abstract sometimes for like distant shots or for an emotional scene, and it really works well. The entire series I thought was going to be terrible. I bought it because I wanted to review something bad. And it's been really good. Armor um, Hawkman says, Venom being good is usually the concept of dealing with worse people. I mean, he was good to his girlfriend commit suicide because she didn't want to be she-Venom. Or I think it was Venom. Yeah, I, Venom... The problem with me with the Venom series was he, to me, was a pretty much a true villain. And then later, they kind of changed it into, no, he's more of a vigilante who just hates Spider-Man because he blames Spider-Man for everyone. But he still wants to help and protect people. I had mm. issues with that. It's understandable if you kind of put it to the point where Eddie Brock was a reporter who was trying to help people and expose the bad guys. Eddie Brock was a reporter who lied and put an innocent man on death row. So, anyway, I've... Not I've, a good guy, yeah. I've had that argument before. Um, but you can't say that people can have growth over time. Eddie Brock certainly has had that. Um, I still think the Agent Venom storyline with Flash Thompson was the best one. But back to this. The, uh, but Mark Hawkman does are excellent points. So, and also the covers by J. Scott Campbell and Sabine Rich have all, all been fantastic. Um, all the covers are highly entertaining. They kind of give you an idea of like kind of this thriller, nor spy thing going on with a book. Even though she's not a spy, they kind of get that James Bond impression on the covers. Right. Um, the action never quite devolves to zany hijinks, but it does kind of get a little funny at times, like when they're in the Sanctum Sanctorum and they're having to fight all these crazy uh, leftover ideas and things. The plot delves into madness at times, but never quite to the point where it's silly. And that's a nice, fine line that Jeb McKay's really been walking. And he's doing a fantastic job. It keeps the series really interesting really entertaining and I've been consistently surprised with how good it is I want to see more of this expanded universe it's a better book than Nick Spencer's Spider-Man by a, a wide margin it is a much better book it's I can put in a number of Marvel books this is much better than but for like a Spider-Verse because um, you know, she's a Spider-Man sub-character it's yep. one of the best books it really is uh, everything works in this series. 
I hope it continues to be as good. Uh, I give Jed McKay all the credit for his sharp, insightful, and funny writing. Uh, just absolutely fantastic. So me, the best series of 2019 is Black Cat. Outstanding. I mean, other things I could mention, of course, would be uh, Curse of the White Knight's been really good. Uh, that's been getting better and better. The first couple issues were kind of rough for me. Hmm. But then, even as I go back thinking about it, the first couple issues of White Knight were really rough. Especially issue one was really rough for me. Um, but Curse of the White Knight, the new series, it's been rougher longer. <laughs> it's taken a while to build up steam. But that's gotten pretty good. X-Men I had high hopes for. Hasn't been good. Miles Morales was was is my runner-up. Uh, Spider-Man, the Miles Morales series, that's been mm. excellent most all most of the year. Had a couple really down issues, I think, but overall a really really good book. Really good art in that that series as well. Really strong series. So honorable mention to Miles Morales, Spider-Man. It's just Spider-Man now, uh, but definite pick Black Cat, Jed McKay, Travel Foreman. You should if you're not checking it out, I highly recommend it. So what did you think of this thing? What are your thoughts on Garthon's pick for 2019? Am I wrong? Is Black Cat not the best series? Is there a series I'm wrong? Are you saying, my friend, my friend Garthon, no, X-Men. X-Men is the best series. Oh, Hickman is a genius. You are a fool and a knave for understanding the brilliance he has created. His re-killing of Professor Xavier was the best thing to happen in years. I'm glad that happened. Let me know. I'd be very interested. And if you have any suggestions for future comic reviews, please let me know. And as always, like, share, subscribe, join for full streams of anime, comic, and game reviews, member only chat and giveaways, and monthly Q&A with Legion Myth members. And YouTube members who account for our Patreon giveaway goals. We can join us on our Twitch streams where we have our giveaways, especially at the Legion Myth live stream, 8 p.m. Central Time on Saturday nights. And if you want more Garthon, Garth has compost statements. Yakuza Kiwami playthrough. Team ups. My roleplay recycling is going through. My current playthrough is of Lunar Silver Star Story, so check that out as well. And thank you, everyone. Be a legionnaire. It is now time for the RNG, where Legion with members talk about the random things rolling across their brains. And this year, the RNG are musings on the end of the year. Hmm. What are your musings this year, Heathen Dog? Well, let's see. End of the year, end of things, uh, end of my goodness of my childhood. It all it all points to Star Wars. All right, fair enough. Yeah. There is a new Star Wars I'm, film currently in theaters. Yep. Yep. And the everyone, rise of Skywalker. Everyone I have talked to has said this is a fantastic film, and I need to go see it. And I'm sure you're going to agree with them and tell me that right now. Should I leave right now? Should I leave right now? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. All right. Leave leave right now. Go ahead and go ahead and leave the stream running though, because I'm gonna talk about it while you're gone. All right. So uh, there's some spoilers here because I can't talk about it without spoilers. Now, just to let you know, I Disney Disney did not get a dime out of me. Not a dime. I would not give them money to see this film to hurt myself. Not going to pay someone to hurt me. I'm not into that. But there are spoilers happening here. So if you don't, if you don't want to, see, if you don't want spoilers, then mute because I made sure to have no pictures. 
don't worry, just mute it. And I'll, I'll give you the thumbs up signal when you can unmute and we can be all that good stuff. I can't go see it right now. That's fine. Now, it's called The Rise of Skywalker. Um, there are a lot of bad things about this film. But I'm going to talk about the, uh, the title and why it should have been called The Theft of Skywalker. <gasps> yes. As we know, Luke Skywalker is dead. And as we... Yes. Uh, yes. And as, as we know, uh, Carrie Fisher died. Yes. So they couldn't get her to, to do new lines. So uh, in, in The Theft of Skywalker, Leia dies. And at the end of The Theft of Skywalker, Ben Solo dies. So everyone who is an actual Skywalker is dead. Well, did they go to heaven? Is that the rise they're talking about? No. Oh. No, they're not. And we learn that Rey is the granddaughter of Palpatine, which is why she's so strong in the Force. It doesn't explain. It, it doesn't really explain anything. But for for an idiot who doesn't understand Star Wars universe, it's like, oh, well, that makes sense. Other than that, it doesn't make sense. But uh, she learned that. And uh, at the end, when all the Skywalkers are dead, Palpatine's supposedly dead. Hopefully now, forever, shouldn't have been brought back at all. Um, a kid asks her name, and she says, "My name is Ray, Ray Skywalker." Why? You appropriating bitch. I hate you. I hate Why would she say her last name is Skywalker? Does she have permission? No. Is there, is there no, no one to stop no, her? No, no one's to stop her. Every, everyone who has legitimate claim to the name Skywalker has died because of her in one way or another. Fair enough. Uh, Luke died to protect her amongst, amongst other people uh, transmitting his his force image across the galaxy. Uh, Carrie Fisher, di- uh, I'm sorry, uh, Leia died tr- uh, transmitting force energy across the galaxy to help her. Ben Solo died in exchange for her life. He gave up his life to heal her. So she is the reason that all the Skywalkers are dead. And it's exactly the same as you kill an entire American Indian tribe and then and then call yourself by that tribal name going forward. F you. But enough about the Redskins. No. Yeah, same thing. F you. Forget <laughs> it. No, you're dumb. You're dumb. I'm not even going to talk about how dumb Palpatine is coming back. He's like half robot or some shit or, or how how it was ridiculous that uh, that 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 Ray and and little little Benji Solo could actually beat him when he's shown with so his powers grown so much in his absence and and since he's been gone these last 20 or so years that it's completely unbelievable that that anyone can win against him but hey you know they win because plot armor i guess (laughs) kalusas don't worry in 40 years you'll find kylo has grandchildren too oh god you know what you know what i don't i don't think so i don't think anyone would sleep with that whiny bastard oh and what else 73 says but luke and leia were smiling at her after she said it you know what Maybe they had a bet and they won <laughs> that she she is such an entitled bitch that she is going to take our name. And then and then uh, Anakin was like, no, that would never happen. Luke and Leia have met her, looked at each other, and went five bucks. And they oh, won the force. Thank you. 
Thank you, Valdahar. They they won the forced ghost bet against Anakin Skywalker that that Ray would be a cultural appropriating bitch, and so they they won they won five force points. I guess I don't know something. Well, Ray identifies more with the Skywalker than her grandfather. You know, I can I can understand doing it because. You don't want to run around saying your name, you know, saying your name. You know, is, you don't want to say you're Palpatine. Well, you don't want to say, or say I'm Judy Hitler. You know, no one's yeah, going to do yeah. that. No, 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 no one's going to say that. But, you know, don't take take someone else's lineage as your own when you have, when the only interactions you have with Skywalkers is them dying for you. Yeah, pretty much over and over again. Yeah. Yeah, over and over and over. Literally three times Skywalkers have died. The last one, exactly for one person, you. No, I will take his name as an homage. No, they're pissed they're dead, man. Come on. They had to die for your inept Mary Sue ass. Like, no, 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 you're, you're only inept when someone has to die for you. That's the, that's the only time you're weak, bitch. All right, uh, Cthulhu says, maybe after Kylo went good, he rose... Oh, that's another thing. Oh, my God. Now, I was, I was talking to Garthon about this earlier. Now, there is a schism in canon because uh, when, when, when Disney bought uh, Star Wars, they axed all the extended universe from canon, killed it. The only canon left by their very own words is anything that was on a screen, which means the Clone Wars animated series is canon. And this, this, is, this is backed up by Disney. Now, here's the problem. When Kylo Ren died, his body disappeared. Force ghost out. Force ghosted out. Which means, by canon, every other time that's happened, that person has become a force ghost. Definitely become a force ghost. Now, in, in, the, in the Clone Wars animated series, Qui-Gon Jinn, who never appeared as a force ghost because he didn't ghost out, was able to keep his individuality in the force and teach Yoda how to do the same. And Yoda, in turn, uh, either, either uh, it, it wasn't clear if he taught Obi-Wan or he, he taught uh, Obi-Wan to commune with, with Qui-Gon, who could teach him to, to do the same, to basically become a force ghost, right? Now, who the hell taught Kylo Ren this? Nobody. He hadn't even graduated the brand new academy he wasn't even a Jedi Knight yet. There, there's, there's no way Luke taught him this, you know. And everyone else who could possibly know it is dead. Luke could, could definitely have learned it from Yoda or Obi Wan Force Ghost. That's fine. Could in the last, in you know, in the, in the, in the decades since Return of the Jedi, he could have learned it from Obi Wan Force Ghost because Obi Wan Force Ghost has literally appeared to him more than once since then. So yes, okay, granted. And then Garthon brought up the, 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 the schism. Be, uh, between the animated series and uh, Return of the Jedi. Because in Return of the Jedi, you see Darth Vader as Anakin Skywalker as a Force ghost as well. Obviously, no one taught him either. So there's a little discrepancy. All right, a little bit. A little bit of discrepancy there. I get it. But uh, the, uh, the uh, uh, Clone Wars animated series is the most recent... And it's it explicitly states that you have to learn how to do it. But Kylo Ren apparently just doesn't. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, uh, Mark Hawks has got several teachers. Hard to say. Uh, Emperor Snoke yeah. or whoever it was could have been like, yeah. you know, yeah. I'm pro 
I might get cut in half the lightsaber for no reason someday. So yeah. let me tell you how to be a force ghost. I'm not going to yeah, do right. it myself. No. But no, just so no. you know. Yeah. Yeah, if uh, if the person dies on screen and does not become a force ghost, that is 100% proof. They don't know how to do it. <laughs> or they were shot from behind be- be- before maybe, they could will it to happen. Maybe but, yeah, Sith can't become force ghosts. That it, uh, uh, a dark side uh, force ghost has never happened. Now, right. oh, Darth Vader did. Darth, no, 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 he no. He was good at the uh, end. Yes, he had. He had a. Uh, he gave his life in an act of redemption, which means he was no longer dark side. One possibility is that it's not something that requires a lot of teaching. That's entirely possible. Like, this is like when you die, and you see the light fading. Make sure to make sure to think force ghost, force ghost, force ghost, and you're in. Maybe that's yeah, all it's, it takes. It's, it's probably not that because uh, again, again in the in the Clone Wars animated series, I know, uh, I know. It, it it took Yoda communing with with Qui Gon a while until he was he said okay I, I learned this and well, then he tells Obi Wan about well, it. Well, let's be honest about this though. Qui Gon's a terrible teacher. He does not have a good well, track record. Well, no, no, he wasn't allowed to to officially teach Anakin, so he was he not do? Anakin's first teacher. He was not Anakin's first teacher. He was, and then he died. No, he wasn't. Who was his first teacher? His first teacher was Obi Wan. No. Obi Wan has a terrible track record. He literally Obi-Wan taught has a bad one track person too. But Qui Gon taught Who? him first, and then he got killed, and then Obi Wan had to take over. No, no, no. Yeah, I, you don't. You're not. You're not remembering correctly. That's All right. Possible. He. He actually told the kid, now I am not allowed to teach you, but you are allowed to use your eyes and ears. You're allowed to watch and be mindful. Right, right. He was not his teacher. He was literally that is barred teaching. from teaching. That is teaching. That, no, no, that, that's t- telling someone to watch people. No, no, no. That is, I'm not allowed to give you alcohol, but there's a bottle on the shelf here, and whatever happens, happens. That's what that is. You didn't give him the alcohol. See, now. Uh, what else is actually uh, Cthulhu says? I don't recall seeing Kylo Ren as a Force ghost in the movie. No, I didn't either. Yeah, because he died at the very end, and uh, maybe maybe he was t- still bitter about it. Maybe he had he had second thoughts, but his his body did his body vanished and left only clothes. Every time that's happened, it's Force ghost territory. Uh, yes, Cthulhu. Qui Gon did die before Anakin entered the Jedi Order. That doesn't mean he yes. wasn't teaching him. No, but clearly, he was not his first teacher. He's like, I'm just going to start saying random things about Jedi philosophy in the air. Hope no one yeah. hears it who I'm not supposed to teach. No, that's teaching. Exactly. Sorry. I, 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 I disagree with the with the actual definition that the <laughs> Jedi order uses. He was not officially licensed as his teacher. Therefore, he was not teaching him. Yeah. There you go. No. Hey, you know, that's how it works. But uh, Obi-Wan was his first actual teacher. And when Obi-Wan uh, did a terrible job. Obi-Wan did a terrible job because uh, up, up until Luke, 100% of all of Obi-Wan's students went to the dark side. <laughs> and in the extended universe, which now doesn't exist, he actually did go dark side for a while. Dark side for a bit. Yeah, he went dark side for a minute. So if you keep the extended universe in, 100% of Obi-Wan's students... All of them went to the dark side at one point. Uh, we, you've never on screen seen someone die because of what Kylo died. Oh, but we've never seen someone on screen die because of what Kylo died of. Huh? What did he die no, of? We, he, 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 he died of, uh, no, no, he, he died transferring his life force to Ray to bring her back to life. 
But uh, we have seen twice what? before. Stop, stop. I, I told you it was bullshit. We have seen twice before Jedi Master, no, three times before Jedi Masters die. Their life force either they're either been killed or their life force expended. Their bodies disappear and they become force ghosts. All right. Well, first we saw it with Yoda. His life force ex expired. It, it, it he, was, he completely expended all of his life because he died of old age. He he disappeared. Were left Nick only Spencer clothing. or Tom King involved in writing this movie? It's very likely that they were called, but uh, uh, Obi Wan prepared himself, and once the lightsaber was about to strike him, he willed himself his life force gone, and he disappeared, left only clothes. Luke Skywalker expended his life force in in his last acts, and he disappeared and did all that. Now there, you are correct. There is something to be said. Maybe he expended his life force through an act of the force and that caused his body to disappear. But in every single instance of that happening, the person has become a force ghost. Every single instance. There was no force Kylo ghost. There wasn't one. It's possible Kylo's force ghost is stuck inside Ray. <gasps> oh my God. That's an even worse plot than we got. Now, now we have the odd couple uh, schizophrenia. Well, for, it's, for episode it's just 10 like in 11. Star Trek when Spock put it inside McCoy. There you go. There it is. That's what there happened. Yep. See, you could write for Disney. And then, that you is know, just as good as uh, any Disney Because the next film plot. is going to be like, Ray's going to be like, look yourself in the mirror. And she's gonna hear a voice. You should, uh, you should take your shirt off when you're in the mirror. Yeah. I yeah. always did. Did you see my pecs? Yeah, you did. Oh, you I want to see your pecs too. Yeah, your pecs. I want to see those. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really stupid. And there's a whole bunch of other dumb shit too. I mean, the dialogue is awful. The dialogue, the the, the oh my god, it's it was writ written by a 13 year old. It was stupid. And uh, the the whole idea of the first order is dumb. I mean, in the extended universe, you you had you you had the imperial remnant, which no longer controlled the the entire galaxy, but 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 controlled a large chunk of the galaxy. Still, it could have been that you had that written for you already. But no, I'm gonna get rid of extended universe because it's not Disney, and we have to write bad shit if we're gonna put it in our film. <laughs> and there you go. So that's when the the first order came about. Some some idiot 12-year-old's fever dream came to life. Well, they needed the Empire, but the Empire's gone, so you just have the Empire come back for some reason, but with a new name. It's the exact yeah, same, but a different name. It's exactly the same, but we named it different, and you're supposed to think it's different. It's right, different. and it doesn't have an Emperor. It has a whatever Grand Marshal or whatever the hell it had. Whatever. Whatever Snow was. I mean, the guy, I know, he was fact-checking everything on the evil side. I don't know. Snow, oh, Cthulhu Law. That's it. Cthulhu. Maybe his force rose into Ray. Yeah. Now there, that's, that's a double that's entendre, wrong. I believe. That's but wrong. What happened was check this out. Check this shit out. I wanted to save you this, but <laughs> the no. Next Cthulhu in second order. C Cthulhu law decided I have to hit you with this too. You're going to love it. In the last three movies, Ray and Ben Solo have had a connection in the force why it, they they try to explain it in this last movie on why you think maybe they're related 
in the first two movies, or you think maybe they're secretly in love with each other or they're emotionally connected. No, that's not it. It's dumber than that. They have no emotional connection. They have no love for each other. That has They've always had a nothing relationship, antagonist only. But when Ben Solo sees the lifeless Ray Palpatine dead on the ground, he gives up his life to you know to revive her she gets up she kisses him like full-on fucking tongue everything right and then he dies and his body disappears so it's it's entirely possible if you're watching that thinking oh my god she killed him she sucked the life in like a succubus she sucked the life right out of him and that is a valid observation very excellent point valid observation all the good writers work for amazon or Netflix. There's some really good Netflix stuff. There's there's some good Netflix stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Black Mirror is really good. I like that. Uh, um, the one with uh, with the uh, transhumanity. I forget. Altered Carbon. That was good. But Amazon, yes, yes, Amazon has some good good stuff too. Uh, the the uh, new Jack Ryan series is really good. I've heard that's good. Yeah, with uh with the dude from the office yeah yeah tick. It, it's good it's good the tick yeah. was good yep tick, tick was good tick was good uh the the expanse i like the first two seasons third third season i thought was iffy i haven't watched the fourth season yet but third season was iffy it was kind of getting weak so i don't know but uh the, the first two were definitely really good john krasinski thank you yes it is really good both seasons okay i, I like i said i've only watched the first season but uh, I only hear good things. I've heard Miss Maisie's really good, Zon. I've heard that's really good. Okay, Maisie, what, what's that on? What, what's that's, that on? Uh, I think that's uh, Amazon. Amazon. The okay. Remarkable Miss Maisie or something like that. Okay. Uh, Mar Hogman says, I wonder if part of Disney's reasoning is because they don't want to feel obligated to use any specific part of it and know that if they use any of the EU, people will yeah, expect that's, more Yeah, that is it. exactly why oh, they threw I'm it all out. Oh, I'm sorry. That's exactly why. Because no, no, no. Because if we use it, People are going to like it because it's good, and then we'll have to use more of it. Oh, dear yeah. Lord. No, the reason they threw oh. it out is because oh. they didn't want to have to deal with people saying, but Mara Jade's shirt was clearly listed as blue in this novel. You know, they're, they are they don't want to deal with that. It's like, oh, I, I would rather deal with that well, than with what well, they have now. Also, they got J.J. Abrams involved, and his answer is blow up everything I didn't yeah, do. Yeah, blow up everything. Yeah. Yeah, burn it all to the ground after I've gone. Right. That's his answer to everything yep he made hey, the know first what? film i, I, I ruined everything Trek. else and then he goes to write the third film and he's like screw the second film yeah uh and he he ruined star trek i mean they weren't bad films but they weren't star trek because they it, were it, it didn't films. have they were action films they didn't have the core of star trek exploration uh every once in a while touch on uh socio-political issues yeah but you know it's it's more of an idea and he shat on that and, ma- and made it in- into an action movie. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for That's all he did. Yeah. The uh, I will say of the was it 2008 2009 Star Trek film, the first one JJ did, the first yeah. like 15 minutes were awesome. The battle in space and everything that was just an amazing scene. Kirk, Kirk being born. Yeah, yeah, that was an awesome okay. scene. It yeah. Didn't fit in with anything, but it was an awesome scene. No, it was neat. Yeah. I mean, if, if you're gonna mess with time, show it. Yeah. Okay. I did think that now, it's for that film, they went way too out of the way to have people specifically say, it's an alternate timeline. It's like, you don't really have to say that. Give your audience a little credit that they'll mm-hmm. get that. 
at least in that yeah. film, they actually took the care to say, okay, this stuff still exists, and this is something else. Don't right. be mad at us for throwing out your extended universe. We're over here. Or your your original canon in this right. instance. Yeah. Whereas with Star Wars, they would, you know what? Poop on all of it. We don't care. Yep. The first it's all time Into Darks was good, too. It didn't go off the rest until Khan was revealed. I'll go with that, Pax. I'll go with that. The first half in Darks was good right until Khan was revealed, and I was like, what the hell? But the one where yeah, they were I, with Idris Elba, I just couldn't get behind. Yeah, yeah, that was just. Mm. <sighs> yeah, they, uh, they, 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 they tried to get back to the to the core of what Star Trek was—the exploration. Yeah, the, they tried more, you know, but the, but it failed. It failed because because the first because the previous two were action movies, and people now were what were expecting well, that was an, an action, action movie. That was a pure action movie. Like they had spaceships ramming each other all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That spaceship, but but uh, the whole core of it was uh, the, the the whole core He's of the heart of it was was Kirk being disillusioned with the exploration part, and then at the end, uh, his his. Uh, his naivete of like getting to see what's out there was re rekindled and is now repaired whole. Yeah. That, that, that was, that was his character arc through the entire thing. And I didn't care about it just because the rest of it was just a dumb action movie. So I didn't care about his growth Yeah. because it yeah. didn't matter to me as yeah. a viewer. I liked the cast generally though. I liked the cast. Yeah. Better than I liked it in uh, the new star Wars. films. Mm, yes, very much. Yes. Like, but the the dialogue sucked in Star Wars. Oh my god, the dialogue was so bad. The writing was so bad. The story was so bad. Oh. Have you read J.J. Abrams' Spider-Man book? Yes. That's all crap too. It's all crap too. So there you go. I mean, Did, the apple have you does not fall far from the tree. Beyond season two of Heroes. It's all crap. It's all crap. Did he even get a season three? The first season was good. First it, season was good. And then season two was where it all went, started to go to shit. You ever watch the la the second half of Lost? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, there's a trend with J.J. Abrams. Dumpster fire. It was stuff he makes whole, like he doesn't have to burn anything down from. It usually starts out pretty good, and there's nothing at the end of it. Just it's to, like I think he he does it to does it on purpose just well, to watch well, something no. good burn. It's because he pancakes. What is pancaking? You say it goes like this. All right. You ever sit there and you're like, oh man, I want a big old stack of pancakes, right? So mm -hmm. you get your big old stack of fat old pancakes. You put the syrup on it, whatever kind you like, maple, boysenberry, whatever you're into. You get a big mm -hmm. old stack of them. And at first, like, oh man, these pancakes are so good. I love freaking pancakes, right? And then you're halfway through and you go, man, I'm freaking sick of pancakes. And then you're like three quarters. You're like, God, I hate pancakes. What the hell? I didn't look at pancakes. And then you just push it away. You, you can't finish it. You had a big old stack. You were so excited. But by the end of it, you freaking hate pancakes. Good night, Cthulhu. And that's what J.J. Abrams stuff is like. He pancakes. At first, you're like, oh, yeah. And then at the end, you're like, oh, God, no. I get it away. I can't. I can't, yeah, I can't, I can't even look at it. I can't even smell it. Yeah. It's and, bad. well, except with the Star Wars. I, I hated the first one he did. So. Oh. <laughs> uh. You got a Death Star? I got a bigger Death Star. Oh yeah, and in this one, uh, uh, uh the the Emperor has a, has a secret fleet, the largest fleet ever assembled in life, and all of them have like Death Star beams on them. Fuck, just yeah, because those are easy to make. No one's yeah. gonna notice that being built yeah. somewhere. Yeah, the it, it it took it 
it took the entire GDP of an of a galaxy to make the first two. Right, but the, but no, but the, you, you can do it in secret. Well, you know sure. what? That uh, is the miracle of mass production. Just brings costs down. You know, you automate the process. <laughs> sure, yeah. I mean, and these aren't even real Death Stars. They're just retrofitted Star Destroyers, yeah, right? Easy. So it's got to be cheaper. Just, I mean. It's 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 not like it's it, it's it's not like you needed to completely overhaul the power systems of a ship to handle something like that. Right. It's not no, like you no. needed the power it's, systems large enough no. for a small moon to power the first Death Star. No, it's all plug and play here, people. It's nah, all plug and play. Technology has advanced remarkably in twenty years, or however long they're saying that the time has been in the canon. Star Trek Online is like that with Voth and their fortress ships. Yeah, they got that. They got that uh, that crystal thing that that is like a, yes, a zero point module. Yes, but that's the that's the Voth though. You know. Yeah, that's brand. You know that that in the when when the Voth were introduced in what was it Voyager? Yeah. Yeah, so. they, they didn't they didn't talk about how their society was powered or what their how big their ships were, anything like that. There there was basically no backstory except that they're they're evolved dinosaurs from Earth. That that is all that we knew before for uh, Star Trek Online right. took them. And but they also have made the point with Voth, like, you know, humans have only been there for this long. This species has been there for millions of years. They've had a yes. long time to develop that tech. Yes. Yes, they have. They've been literally around for sixty five million years. Sci fi so, has can always have no sense yeah. of scale. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's fair. That's, that's very fair. true. I mean, uh the the Voth have the uh have the Stargate Atlantis like zero point module powering all yeah, of their ships, pretty, you know? They're like, good. all right, fine. Okay, cool. You know? But apparently, so does the Emperor. Well, he powered okay. it through the Force, the evil yep. Force. The evil Force. Yeah, I mean, uh, in uh, in Return of the Jedi, the, the the Death Star that Lando flew into, the reactor was as big at bigger than an entire Star Destroyer. Yes. But you can put the gun on a Star Destroyer and power it with the insignificant. All you do is you slap battery. another battery next to it. You know. Yep, you're and good. you're good. You're good. And you're fine. Yeah, it doesn't make any goddamn sense at all. The 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 the, the, the whole Disney Star Wars thing is trash. And any anyone who says otherwise gets the band hammer. Taxes over the years, Star Trek online players have floated hundreds of thousands of huge fortress ships. The Voth keep cranking them out. I like your smash hammer. Your band hammer is very nice. Yeah. All right, everyone. We're going to wrap it up there. Thank you very much for joining us and hearing our righteous indignation. Yep. About the new Star Wars film and some Star Trek stuff. Because that's what's bothering us right now. It's not end of the year musings. It's end of Star Wars musings. Because yeah, this end will Star end Wars Star Wars. It won't end Star Wars. But it is bad. The Mandalorian is good. I'm not saying it's great. I'm saying it's good. I enjoy it. I've seen like five episodes. I haven't seen all of them yet. But that is all we have going on. Thank you, everyone. Have a good night. We appreciate you being here. Thank you so much for joining in the conversation. And what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts to say? What are your thoughts that are deep thoughts about Star Wars? Rise of the Skywalker and its many inconsistencies and how J.J. Abrams keeps getting work and getting richer and richer and will soon be able to build an entire mansion made entirely out of $20 bills. And for any suggestions for future RNT topics, please let us know. And and once more, I need to say, the AJ, J.J. Abrams with J.J. Jr. Spider-Man is one of the worst comic books ever written and is God's punishment for a sinful world. Uh... <laughs> Like, subscribe, share, join for full series of anime, comics, and games. Remember to chat gives me a monthly Q&A with Legion with members. And I count towards our Patreon giveaway goals, which we will have soon. 
More giveaways coming. More randomness, anime, comic, game, and nerd topics, and nerd news or opinions, and commentaries to face suggestions. Please let us know. Thank you, everyone. And don't forget the big cheese of the Legion of the Mythers. Max Liao is there on the deuce. Legion of Myth 2, Wednesdays and Fridays, 12 p.m. Central. That means noon, kids. 12 p.m. is not midnight. It is noon. Sometimes you have to reiterate that. Trust me. So, you can watch him play Legend of Hero Trails in the Sky, an excellent uh, RPG, one of the best. It is a kind of an old school one, a little 2D, great plot, interesting characters, lots of dialogues. So that'll be fun. So, check that out. And that, don't remember, it's a blind playthrough. His first playthrough, a casual playthrough with no backseat gaming. Do not tell him where to go or what to do. Let him stumble, let him fall, mock him mercilessly, and cheer his victories. Revel in his defeats and join him. Good night. And don't forget, Noro, along with Max, is co-oping in the raft on the Deuce. Leads with two Thursdays at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. Twitch that to me, so I'll see you with two. Be there. Twenty twenty is coming. Gen Con twenty twenty badge registration twenty six January twenty twenty activity sign up seventeen May twenty twenty and the event is thirty July to August twenty twenty. We're planning on being there. You should plan to be there too and join our Discord discussions about that. Twitch chat TV slash Legion with streaming Algarian Monday through Friday nine a.m. Shroud of the Avatar, the premier Shroud of the Avatar stream on the internet. There is no better. And if you're into Shroud of the Avatar, he has many many Shroud of the Avatar giveaways during the stream. So be there. He the dog Monday. 8 p.m. Left 4 Dead 2 with Legion with members. Good times there. Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Empyrean Black Survival with Garthon, where we team up against the universe. And Garthon, uh, Sunday at 9 p.m. Central Time, is playing Lunar Silver Star Story. That's been fun so far. I got some good emotion on that, so join me for that. And Saturday, 8 p.m., the Legion with Large Stream. Anime, comics, games, reviews, fun times. Be there for that. And on Twitch.tv slash the 2, Max Leo, Wednesday, Friday, 12 p.m., Year of the JRPG, Legend of Heroes, Trails in the Sky. Maybe it'd be easy to play two and then three, because there's three of those games. Yep. Noro, Thursday, 11 a.m., Raft. Twitch.tv slash Heathen Dog, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 10 and Seven Days to Die. Featuring Kenny Loggins. I'm trying to remember a Kenny Loggins song, and I can't right now. Really? Yeah. Danger zone. Oh, there we go. Highway to <laughs> the danger zone. Danger zone. <laughs> and don't forget to join I, our Discord. Go ahead. I, I always play uh, Kenny Loggins at the start of a horde night. <laughs> join our Discord community. Chat and remain current. Discord.gg slash little x big v little g capital v b four w. Follow for announcements on Twitter at Legion of Myth. Watch things and recorded content on YouTube, youtube.com slash Legion Myth and slash Legion Myth 2. Watch and chat live on Twitch. Actually, YouTube doesn't have Legion 2. Twitch does. Twitch.tv slash Legion of Myth and Twitch.tv slash Legion of Myth 2. And don't forget to get our gear, my friends. Shop.spreadshirt.com slash Legion of Myth. Impress your friends, intimidate your enemies, and find love in your Legion of Myth gear. Now available. Oh, oh, and and anyone who is at Gen Con wearing a Legion of Myth gear shirt gets a free drink on me. He will sign your shirt. 
I'll sign it to you if you want to. But, you know, that, <laughs> I don't know why you'd want that, 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 though. I don't know why you'd want that, but I'll do it. But you, you'll definitely get a beer. Illuminati level. Patreons. Twitch supporters. Thank you so much. Gary M. Then we got Brian H. Sheriff. Reese H. Aaron F. Thank you so much. And Thompson Twitch. Cheers. Zon. Thank you so much, Zon, for cheering today. We appreciate you so much. Just as 0606. Sean Paxlayer. Give subs on. Sean Butts and Jensen. Thank you so much. We really, really appreciate you guys. You keep us going. You keep the giveaways happening. And you keep the insanity train rolling. Thanks to all, all of our Twitch subscriptions. Thank you so much. We really do appreciate it. Remember, guys and gals, people of all the nations, of all the persuasions, you have one life. Live it well. Live it nerdy. And have a great diurnal anomaly. I, I I actually commented on a YouTube video. I usually don't. I usually just, you know, upvote, downvote, and move on with my life. Uh-huh. But this one was so shocking to me that I had to comment on it. I, I watch I watch Because Science with uh, with Kyle, what's his name? I can't remember his last name. But uh he, he it's a it's an, it's a no, not O'Reilly. I really it doesn't sound doesn't sound like it's O'Reilly. But uh O'Ren. No. Not Kyle like, something. It wasn't Kyle Ren. No, no, no. It was a real guy. His real name is Kyle. Okay. And uh, uh, he he talks about sciencey stuff. You know, it's it, it's it's like a topic t- topical, like with a movie or a cartoon or whatever. But he'll actually go into okay, if you're using real science, this is what you need to do to make a lightsaber or to or travel faster than light or whatever. All right, fair enough. But but there was there was one there was a line that he said that just I, I stopped the video I said no I couldn't have heard that right and I had to rewind it and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up my YouTube comment and I'm gonna read exactly exactly what he said and then my response all right I want to. I want to get it exact because I don't All want right. to. Uh, All right. Go, go ahead and say something while I'm looking it up. All right. I just started playing Spider-Man on the PlayStation 4. I got the Game of the Year edition because I've been waiting for it. And because has the bonus DLC for free, game and it's like 20 bucks, so you can't beat that. Um. Maybe about an hour into the game. It's re- it is as good as people say it is. It's a fantastic game, and it's only on the PlayStation Four, <laughs> which is a shame. That's all. That's it. Yeah, but because it, it's a fantastic game, you when you're swinging through the streets of New York, it feels like it should once you get used to it. The yeah. combat once you start getting used to it flows really nicely. There is a learning curve. It's not what you can just drop into and you're like, I'm awesome. Like your first couple of fights, I kind of got owned a little bit. I didn't die, but. 
until right. I start realizing, okay, this is what it wants me to do. And now, and then you start learning more like abilities and like, okay, now I'm starting to whoop people and fling them around and web people to walls. And now I'm doing good. And it flows really nicely. And the plots from what I've seen so far is good. The action's good. And there's all these wonderful things throughout it. Like spider, like Peter Parker has downloaded J. Jonah Jameson's podcast. So as you're swinging through the city, it's like, so what's J. Jonah Jameson saying? And you'll he'll actually turn on the podcast, and you'll hear, like, it's, uh, oh, gosh, I just got the actor's name. J.K. Simmons. J. Okay. As J. Jonah Jameson, as it should be. Right, right. You know, sorry. Like, right. That wall crawling menace, you know, it just starts, and it's hilarious, yeah. some of the stuff. Nice. And they're definitely. Oh, I, I found it. I found it. Okay, go ahead. Okay. So. Uh, a little, a little, a little backstory. This was uh, the episode called "Werewolves Are More Realistic Than the Hulk," because science footnotes. The because science footnotes is a show that he does three days after his because science show, and he talks about all the comments people have had and any any corrections he needs to do. Well, there was one. There was and th- this whole one was uh, diseases that that can make you a superhero. And and there's one guy. Well, there's there's these four diseases. If you have, you'd be super strong. You'd regenerate and all this stuff. And there's there's one where you don't grow hair. And you know that would be incredibly helpful for for women, but only as a as a uh, vanity type thing. And the first thing Kyle says is, "Here's the thing, you have no idea what's incredibly helpful for women." Be, be, because he's a guy so men don't have the ability to know what's helpful for women so i responded with that quote and then went oof uh why is that kyle what about me i have known and interacted with, with women from all age groups for over four decades saying that i have no idea what they would think is helpful is well foolish careful the woke eat their own that's true and i got Pretty much it. really underrated comment was someone who replied to my comment. Uh, yeah, he, he's been trying real hard to act woke recently because politics is not the channel I subscribe to. Mm. But then there's this one guy. He says, hmm, all ages, you say over four years, a person, apparently this, this person can't read because it said four decades. I wrote four decades, not four years. And then responds to which, you know, Everything else out of this person's mouth is bullshit. His next sentence is, would you like to have a seat? What? He's going to teach you. He's going to teach me. He's going to teach me things now, guys. It's going to happen. He's teaching me. Listen, listen. This is what he's teaching me. Shh, quiet. Listen to the teacher. Also, you may have had an idea of what women want or what is good for them, but you really don't. You have an opinion. You are not infallible. Not woke, just reality. And I'm thinking, you know, I could respond to that, but it didn't make any sense. Ideas are opinions. Fact is a different definition. He just schooled you, son. Yeah, he thinks he I really believe he goes to sleep at night thinking he he actually used some kind of gra- uh, English correctly in this one. I, I like you ought to accuse him of mansplaining. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a good one because his his username is mr 420 spy so maybe he was high oh that's true when he wrote this maybe he was high when he wrote this and (laughs) which is which is why he was off by a magnitude of 10 i said 40 he said four 
he, he was off by a magnitude when he when he was reading and uh he doesn't understand that 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 idea and, and opinion are the same thing and something that's infallible is a fact well i think that food is good for women am i wrong uh, apparently that's I, that's just an idea I that's think, just an idea I think women like to eat or so they don't die it's that that's just your opinion that's just your opinion i think women like to not you know be murdered and stuff i guess that's just my opinion i'm yep. anti-murder i'll take that stance yep. hey, I, i'm not afraid yeah. to take the anti-murder stance but you don't know if anti-murder is good for women because you're not a woman that's true i don't know you don't know. I don't know. You don't know. So yeah, that though. So that that tool responded, and it took me all. He responded again. LOL. What's woke to you, and how does it directly affect you? Well, what's woke is taking the time to respond to somebody not from their question, but because of their sociopolitics to interject that. He wasn't asking you about what women want. He was asking you you know, about science and you respond with sociopolitical garbage. That's what I was reacting. He's to. standing up to, for women, my friend. Yes. He has to stand up for women because he saw a chance to stand up for women. It had nothing to do with the comment. It had nothing to do with the question. It was completely ancillary. And yet he decided to do it. That's what, that's what affected me. Zon says and women what like shoes. Yeah. Women like shoes. I know that much. No, Zon, you have an idea. It's your opinion. Your opinion is women like shoes. Zon, you don't know. We, we'd have to bring my fault in here to ask her because she, she's definitely a woman. She would know. We can't know. Can't. Can't know. He's still waiting for women to message him with their number because he's such a woke knight. Yes. Yes. He's, he's, the, he's the wokest of white knights and, and, he, and he's, he's waiting for, for the greatest things to ever happen to him. All right. Well, let's get this closed 